All right, guys, we are finally back. Vegas hangover, you know, end of 2022, been on a hiatus, but we back at it again. You know what I'm saying? And the people have been waiting for a new episode to drop. So uh, we're going to give it to them. Oh, we got a good one. There you go. We got a good one today. Uh, you know, as, as always, I'm your host, Jerome. I got a new co-host now. His name is Junior Bevel. Uncle June. He was a former member of the Jamaican bobsled team. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> cool running. <laughs> By the beach. What up, what up, what up? What's going on, bro, Yo, man? How you been? Good, good, man. You know, just living life. Yeah, man, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I saw you last week, and we did a cool little photo shoot over at the uh, the Rock, right? Yeah. Jerome's kind of put me on game with uh, the multimedia. I've been wanting to do this for a long time, so I'm very excited to be a part of this. Yeah, Junior, is, Junior wants to study um, videography. Yep, videography and uh, podcasting. Like, I've always wanted to do this. Kind of feel like uh, I got a face built for podcasting. Like medium <laughs> ugly built, you know what I mean? <laughs> the podcast is my thing. Hey, you know what? It's all good, man. You know, th there's different th different uh, choices for different people. You know what I mean? You m you might be ugly to certain type of girls, but to other girls, you might be bad as hell. You know what I mean? You might you might be into that. You know what I mean? I I disagree. I've been told I'm very <laughs> ugly. <laughs> I try to build you up, man. Not 100%, but I'm keeping a buck. I keep it 100. Yeah. For those of you guys who don't know uh, who Junior is, so he's a good friend of mine. We've known each other for many, many years. Um, how about you give him a little intro, man? Let him know a little something about you. Uh, me and Roman, we go back to the uh, nightlife. Uh, he and I worked closely together over at Rehab at the Hard Rock. Rest in peace, Rehab. Big ups. R.I.P. R.I.P. And then... Uh, <clears throat> Rome and I, we like, we basically cousins. We from the same neighborhood in Hawaii. Moved up here to Vegas. Island boy, the real island boys. Island boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now we we from Hawaii. <laughs> island boys. We we actually look like we cousins. We uh we come from the same blood. Yes. But uh yeah, I've been out here since. Lord knows when. 89, I think, is when I moved up Damn, here. Damn, back in 89. 89. That's when it was Damn. like shit kickers and gangsters out here. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was yeah. it was turning corporate at the time. Vegas was weird back then. You know, it was a bunch of cowboys and uh, mafiosos back then and Damn, slowly bro. creeping into the uh, corporate world so with you, the casinos. you were here when uh, the UNLV basketball team started winning, huh? Tarkanian, man. Tark yeah. Shark. Larry Johnson. Yo, bro. Yeah, I'm yeah, telling yeah. you. Augman. Greg Anthony. Yep. And uh, I think that's the last time they did anything. <laughs> nah, no disrespect to you. They're doing good now, man. Yeah, they're yeah. They're doing good. I think the record is pretty good right now. I think they're top right now. I don't know, man. I haven't really been following, like, organized sports much. Yeah. I think you know V has a great basketball team this year. But anyway, that, that was a long time ago, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, got in the nightclubs, been uh, bouncing around here and there. And, um, yeah, just kind of... This past couple of years have been a little difficult, you know. COVID kind of fucked me up, as yeah. I'm sure everybody. Yeah, man. But trying to trying to get some traction back under me, and you know. Did you open the OnlyFans because of? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I'm in the negative right now. You know what I mean? I still you, owe you, money. You pay people to subscribe. Absolutely. 
<laughs> that bitch had been on free, and I can't oh, even get my because put their credit card down for it. <laughs> Sheesh. Sheesh. So what's up with you, man? What you been up to? Nothing, man. Things been good. Um, yeah, I mean a lot of a lot of people here in Vegas. I mean, I did the same thing. You know, you got to do the the nightlife hustle because that's where the money's at. You know, especially if you're like a salesperson, if you're a people's person. It's a it's a great uh, means of meeting people too. So I think it, it would feed well into what multimedia and podcasting would uh, naturally feed you like interesting people, right? It's networking. It's networking. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's what nightlife is about. It's about networking because they do require you to network. This thing that's part of your job, right? One hundred percent. They make you collect business cards and shit like that. Yeah. Um, you drink like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Save up for a, a kidney and a liver that you'll probably need within the next five <laughs> years or so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if, but ever since the pandemic, that also you know was a great reset for me. It was a good time for me to kind of realign what I want to do. I felt like I was caught up in the machine, you know, the money was great, but like, I felt like you weren't growing personally. Yeah. And every year was going by so quick, man. Cause you stay so busy that every, every year you turn around and just like, Oh, it's a new year. It's a new year. You're just getting older and I feel things that. are changing so quick. So when Jerome and I worked over at rehab, we did it by seasons, right? So it was just the pool season. Yeah. For those of you that know, don't know, uh, rehab was one of the uh, bigger, Pool clubs is probably the original pool club, you will, right, Rome? In Vegas, <clears throat> I think, yeah. Right. And uh, it, he's right. It, it goes by super quick, where, you know, it's a, a season where we're starting like March, April, and then we're finishing up around September, October. Yeah. Yeah, I think September, the, October. When it gets colder, like, I think October was like the last. Those are like the last weeks of the right, weekends right. of the party around mid October, maybe. Right. And then we take like, we typically would take like, what, three months off, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then right back at it. So I, I feel you on where like time just flies by. Yeah. And before you know it, you know, you, you've been doing it for 10 years and you're like, what the fuck did I do with my life? Yeah, because in the summertime, it's so busy, man. <laughs> so you, you, it's like you're just grinding every day for the summer because you want to make as much money as possible. 100%, 100%. And then all of a sudden, it's the end of the year again. There's <clears> New Year's. Then it's a new year again. Then they're hiring new staff. I think that's what's going on now, right? It's... Yep, pool season. Pool they're, season. They're already up. hiring for servers and the yep. auditions. Uh, Did you audition yet? Auditions, yeah. Oh shit, I gotta go. I gotta get, I get my gym going right yeah, now. I gotta get the cut going. Yeah, one hundred percent. So everybody that don't know, uh, pool season technically starts in January, right after uh, New Year, right? They start doing pool auditions. Yeah. So exactly. the way it typically runs down with the pool clubs. Uh, they make you audition for your position. Yeah. So the servers, bartenders. That's, that's the only time I've ever seen hot girls waiting in line. <laughs> One thousand percent. I've you never seen that? it. And even then, you know, there's the ones that have been in the industry for a little bit and they know people. Yeah. And they're always trying to get a free pass, right? They don't want to wait. They don't want to wait. Don't nobody uh, want to wait to tell you the truth. I've even had dudes like, hit me you up. You never see these girls waiting in line outside a club, waiting in line at a restaurant, anywhere. But when it comes to a job... For the pool, they're going to wait in line. They'll wait. Yeah, most of them, most of them. Yeah, most of them will wait. And it's crazy because I see some dimes out there, man. There's some, there's some, I would have to say that uh, there's some really good looking people that go in the audition. And like Jerome was saying, a lot of them aren't used to waiting. You know, they tend to get catered to, you know, like yeah. they're, they're good looking people. They tend to, you know, be invited to a lot of the spots. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, waiting is in the thing, you know, just kind of open the rope and they walk right in. But for the, a particular pool audition, 
where everyone's basically fighting for a position. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they tend to, the uh, managers, they tend to see what kind of new blood is out there. So, yeah. But also, like, it's, it's who you know. Vegas is a very who you know town. It's all who you know. And yeah, in, in my opinion, it, <laughs> it definitely is because, like, you could be the qualified more than the other person, but if that person has a better connection, that's it. That's they'll, it. They'll get hired before you. One hundred percent, thousand percent. And I think that that kind of is what makes um, people who've been in the industry for a while that are good at networking, good at their job. Yeah, they network, they develop relationships, and they they become an asset to the other person, and vice versa. Right. And uh, the exchange of business, not only just in nightlife, but they have side hustles too, yeah. you know, and they, they have them come out and support. And before you know it, you know, <clears throat> the networking, your network, your network is your network. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you okay, man? You dying over there. Yeah, no, my, my throat's kind of fucked up. I, I think I swallowed this mic a little too much. <laughs> I was over here eating it before we got started, guys. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. That's a little sus right there. <laughs> Hell of sus. What you thought, a little? I'm embarrassed I said that. <laughs> We're going to edit that out. There you go, guys. I mean, this is Vegas Hangover, man. That's how we do it. It's like uncensored, unfiltered. Uh, real. Real, real, yeah. From our perspective here, you know, we're Vegas locals, but I think, you know, we're going to... In the future episodes as well, we're probably going to go over just any any interesting topic that comes along. Absolutely. Give you a perspective from people here in Vegas, right? And then also kind of go over some of the Vegas stuff. Yeah. Maybe things that you guys want to know about Vegas. Some things we like. I like eating. You like eating, Jerome? Some things about, yeah, like, you know, f- food, culture. Absolutely. Uh, All know, that. We can talk about strippers. Uh, Only tri- fans. Trick-ass marks, smart-ass tricks. Trick-ass marks. <laughs> Bitch-ass. 100%. <laughs> and if you a mark, we talking the to you. The Johns, uh, you know, the whole, the whole like, you know, different uh, classes of people that mm-hmm. live in Vegas, you know, from, from the lowest to the highest. Absolutely. The, the uh, aspects that make our, our town interesting. That's what I want to know. I want to know all you guys out there. Exactly. So we trying to, we trying to tap in and network with you guys. Um, if you got an interesting story where you know been, you've been part of the industry, w- regardless of what aspect you've been in it, where you was out there sucking dick on the block. <laughs> no, want- no, we're gonna have to cover the mic for that, just to, for, <laughs> for sanitation. You know, spray it down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and we'll blame it on COVID regulations. Yeah, but yeah, now we want to hear. From, we want to hear from all of it. You know, we're, we're trying to uh, get a better understanding of what makes vegas vegas yeah but we want to also offer a platform for people like you know if you're a local vegas person uh you want to reach out to us you got an interesting story that you want to share uh, you know what i'm saying feel free to hit us up we'll definitely do that yep small business owners we yeah. want to hear your hustle you know we want to know how we can help you network a little bit more that's a, that, that's kind of the basis of doing this podcast right it's to network yeah. and get to meet people right get to meet people and just yeah. kind of talk about like interesting topics you yeah. know what's going on um give you guys another outlet you know what i mean another point of view 100 um you know maybe you're driving home you know you want to listen to us while you're driving home so you could you know we could keep you company you know on your ride home yep i'm here to be an idiot for you <laughs> exactly just to entertain you that's what we're here for that's what me and junior are here for we're just here to entertain entertain you yeah, guys, without so. taking our clothes off because no one pays us yeah. Maybe they'll pay us to do this, but probably not. Uh, <laughs> probably not. You, you talk like you're doing ASMR. I, oh, yeah. Know. I'm all over that. I don't know. I was <laughs> just the, telling them that the earlier. Right Start clicking. Like. <laughs> Stop.
I rub it in my <laughs> You wild, bro. Yeah. Hey, we might have to do that as an episode. Yeah, where everything's just ASMR. Everything's yeah. a secret. Jerome must talk like like the Yang Yang twins all episode. Wait till you see my Oh. <laughs> yeah, we all the way up in this motherfucker though. But uh speaking of uh, you know, since you know, we're all, we're almost like a few days away from Christmas, right? Um, you know, Oh damn, year, are we? Yeah. Year year is ending. Um maybe we do like a little recap of uh 2022, man. Uh how was 2022 for you? Uh it was weird, man. Like <laughs> All right, I'm going to keep it a buck. Uh I got some bullshit earlier in the year or late last year <clears throat> and uh, had to go to court and that was looming over my head. <laughs> yeah. So I had to get that squashed. And then uh, I hit the, actually, you know, on, on the gym tip, I actually was a lot more consistent this year. Okay. I had a lot of downtime, um, was able to get my driving privileges back. That was part yeah. of my uh, court issues. <laughs> and uh yeah, uh, the consistency with the gym that was that was kind of uh, my highlight of the year. So you were focused on your health. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You have to like, uh, we're older. If you guys don't know, we're a little bit older. So <laughs> you got to take better care of yourself. If you get older. Exactly, man. I mean, health is health is number wealth. One, number one, yeah. Health is wealth because if you can't get out of the bed to go make money, you can't spend it either. So take That's care true. of yourself. That's true. Brush your teeth and drink water. Exactly. Wash your ass too, because it matters. It matters, yeah. Don't nobody like anybody with a stinky ass. Exactly. I mean, that's why you gotta get that bidet, man. Yep. Or at least rock rock with some wet wipes, right? You know, yeah, which ones yeah, I be? Yeah, yeah, some wet wipes. Yeah. There you go. And if you can't afford wet wipes, go go, go to, to the dollar store. One hundred percent. Or go to Wingstop. They give yeah. you those little wet moist towels. <laughs> Just take a bunch of them, right? There you take go. a bunch of them. There keep it go, in your guys. pocket. Wipe your ass with them. Yeah, you got to be frugal, man. You know, 2023, that's the mode, you know. Inflation is a motherfucker. Exactly. Inflation is a motherfucker. Yeah, but aside from uh, working out a lot and trying to stay consistent with it, um, I got into a corporate work position. Okay. I was only there for a little bit. It was just a a small little stint. Yeah. And how, how was that? How was that? Awful. It was awful. It was exploitive. And they didn't pay you anything. Yeah. And it was nothing what they said it was. Oh, okay. So that, that that's kind of what I was coming off of right now before. They give you the bait and switch or what? Oh, no, 100% bait and switch. You know, and it was like, oh, no, you know, you, there's a lot of room for growth. Yeah. Did, no. they, did they have a black couch when they were interviewing you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I hate to fucking admit it, but now that I think about it, there was a black couch there in there. There was a black couch. <laughs> there was a black couch in there. <laughs> and uh, I'm pretty sure there was a camera or two that, you know, I just oh, thought they were into, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I figured that they're into the multimedia hobby yeah. as well. Yeah, trying to, they got you, man. They yeah. got you. Oh, got them. Got me. But it's all right, though. You know, we, we learn and grow from it. You know, no judgment. Yeah. Um, I'm a better person for it. You yeah, know. yeah. But now you're looking to, you know, do start doing videography. Yep. You're, lear- sh- you're learning how to work the camera. Yeah. Um, you know, you got your, you got your gear set up already. You know, yep. your starter your starter gear. You know, you know? That, that that's kind of the thing was that uh, I didn't realize I didn't have a fucking hobby. Yeah. Until I just realized like I really like this, and I bought a camera, and then bought some like yeah. little accessories and whatnot, and I realized, oh shit, this is a hobby. <laughs> I've never had a fucking hobby until yeah, now. Yeah, but you know, it's a hobby that you can get paid for. Honestly. That's the whole point, right? Like, yeah, yeah. you you always want to monetize it. You know, multiple streams of revenue, people. Exactly. 
but yeah uh, aside from that um yeah linked up with you i was trying to get together with you uh this entire year but we finally made it happen though right exactly man what, what what have you been up to what what's your man life? just just on a steady grind man so ever since i left that corporate type of world back in the pandemic you know that's when you realize you're pretty re- replaceable it doesn't matter how much work you do for a bigger company let me ask you something uh, but was it a casino it was a casino see <laughs> 100 percent. i mean i get it man because it's a machine you know it they is gotta, they got to keep making and printing money so they have to operate in a, such a way that everybody's replaceable because if you know one person's irreplaceable then you know the whole operation would stop so yeah no I, you know it, that's that's a great perspective because i kind of took it personal i was like damn they just use and abuse us we're like throwaways right <clears throat> but now that you say it like that it's such a big operation where they need to be readily uh to replace people on the dime you right. know what i mean which yeah. makes sense you know so i don't and usually like when you when you look at like even when they do like corporate takeovers like if another company buys out the other company i mean the first people to go are the people highest up you know usually the the president the vp changes all the directors you know what i'm saying yeah um, cutting the big salaries down yeah exactly Chopping trees. i mean so if those guys were making six seven figures you know what i'm saying get replaced just like that i mean what more do other you know the normal workers have yo you know what we should do too is we need to make some friends with some housekeeping people for valentine's day is coming up that's a good segment right there right valentine's day and what the housekeepers got to deal with on the on the cleanup (laughs) (laughs) there you go see guys see always always thinking that's why this is the biggest hand we can never keep the conversation ever man it it always takes a twist adhd (laughs) it it works for us though we make it work for us too right that's funny that's gonna be a good episode though right yeah definitely those are like the mvps of uh 100 percent like you know that um the couple's nights, you know. Yeah, yep. <laughs> that one day of love yeah, that, that, that you don't cheat or you are cheating. One yeah. If You guys better be tipping the housekeepers, too, because if you yeah. don't tip the housekeeper, you ain't shit. Yeah. I'm sure tip they, housekeepers. I'm sure they've seen a lot of nasty stuff, uh, especially in Vegas. Bro, yeah. <laughs> could you imagine what the, the rooms be like afterwards, though? Yeah. Like, they should go through there with the, with the UV light, right? Oh, man, I don't, I don't <laughs> even want to know. You know what I mean? I do. That's a, yeah. so we can get them on the show. They should shine shine it on the actual person's body. One hundred percent, right? Can you imagine what like she probably strips her clothes down, right? Or takes her uniform off before she even gets into her house for that particular day. <laughs> oh man! Don't bring that in my house. <laughs> that's funny, man. But yeah, man. Other than that, that's pretty much it. So I've been focusing on being an entrepreneur, just learning this entrepreneur thing. You know, it's definitely not easy, um, but you know, I think it's. Um, it's worth it if you if this is something that you like to do and then also like if you feel like you know you're working for yourself for your own time so i think i, I see a lot of gratitude in that uh, you're able to kind of maneuver your time where you know you can work really hard and have specific time off so that way you could travel and things like that that a lot of people don't get to do if they're on a normal schedule you know what i mean because yeah, in vegas probably. there's like blackout dates so if yep. you work for a big casino if it's like Memorial Day weekend. Yep. Forget about holidays. New Year's Eve. There's like certain blackout days where you definitely cannot take time off. Yep. Like you're expected to work. Yep. You know? Yep. And I, I kind of feel like uh, that goes back into the reason why being your own uh, boss as an entrepreneur is probably the best way to go. Like, so you and I, we've been in the office for a few hours now. Yeah. yeah and, you know, we're 
getting set up right now started recording but prior to that you know we were just chopping it up <clears throat> you know going over the segment and it literally doesn't feel like work when you're doing something that you actually like doing you know exactly. what i'm saying and i kind of feel like that's the the empowerment of being your own boss and it don't get me wrong i've been my own boss before and <clears throat> it's a lot of work yeah you know what i'm saying but if you you're enjoying it time flies by exactly you know what i mean but it, but in a good way, because then you know you you build you're doing something. That, I mean, I think I'm in a point in my life now where my mindset is basically there's a million ways to make money, right? It's a lot of ways you can do to make money, but I think it's really how you want to spend your time making that money is really what's important now. I think in the part of my life, one hundred percent. You know, like it's growth too, though, right? Like I don't want to sit around that black couch anymore, yeah. sucking that dick. You know, I want to grow. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Yeah. I'm kidding. Okay, that was a joke, by the way. But that's what that's what I'm trying to say. Is like, yeah, Junior was a former uh, AVN Awards uh, <laughs> winner, uh, Starlet of the Year. Yeah, you know, and back it's, in uh, 2018. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I, it was a close second for 2017. Yeah, I think you beat out Riley Reed. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I think it was rigged. Actually, it's all about who you know, right? I didn't know any of the judges. She got me. Got him. Oh, man. I remember when we used to work at uh, the Hard Rock. We used to have those uh, uh, after party for the AVN Awards where they have like. So if you guys don't know, AVN Awards is like a yearly award for all the people who are in the adult industry. Shout out AVNs. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, some, yeah, of, yeah. some of the best times of my yeah, life was working uh, the Hard Rock with the, that yeah. convention particularly. That place was like, I mean, it was like a wild week when whenever AVN's in town, you know? Shout out to Riley Reed too. You beat me out fair and square. <laughs> Just kidding. You got all the the starlets, the porn stars, or the wannabe porn stars. You got yeah. all the fans that are there to show up. Um, Yo, you know what's crazy, though? You think about it back then, how big camming was, right? Yeah. And this was prior to OnlyFans blowing up, remember? Yeah. And camming was like, it, it was, I remember the first AVN convention I did, and it was like just a small section of it. Yeah. Right? And the last one that we ended up doing was like 2020, I think, right before COVID. I think it was. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And they had the entire part of the damn convention at that point. You remember that? Yeah. So it, it just kind of shows you like uh, the shift in uh, media platforms. Yeah. You know, they, they were becoming their own boss. Entrepreneurship. Yeah. Work for yourself. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I mean, I mean, people, if people are willing to pay. I mean, the, those girls are willing to put out that content. Yeah. Um, I just makes me laugh because remember when we used to throw those after party, I would build my guest list, uh, you know, because they would require me as part of my job to build a guest list for the party. Explain the after party. So, I don't think they really know what the after party was. I mean, sweet parties. Well, yeah, th no, the sweet party is a different thing, but like they, they have an actual party in the in the club at the Hard Rock for the people that went to the show. R.I.P. Vanity. Yeah, but the funny thing is when you when I was building the list, you know, <laughs> when I was at these girls like, hey, so what's your name? I'll put you on the list. So they'd be like, they'd be like uh... You know, <laughs> squirting Susan or something. I'm like, no, your actual name. What's on your ID? Double Dick Debbie. Yeah, not, not your stage name. You know what no, wait, that's like, what it says on my license. Double Dick <laughs> Debbie. I had it officially changed. I can't believe I had to explain to them. Like, you know, because you know, they were giving me like their stage name. But anyway, but yeah, the sweet parties, man. Sweet those, parties was wild, bro. Wild. I don't, uh, I mean, 
I think you, you know once if you get access to those sweet parties and you get a wristband, I, I think you've seen some crazy shit. In there. Man, like, like, <laughs> man, I, I oh was, man! I think there was like some girl on girl action going on up there. Yeah, uh, lots of uh, orgies, all kinds, all of kinds stuff. of crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, so this is like peak Vegas, right? The sweet parties after the uh, porn convention mm-hmm. is like infamous worldwide, right? Everybody heard about it, and they're as crazy as you guys heard, if not crazier in person. Like, yeah, you know how many times I've gone upstairs into uh, the hotel and I would just walk down from the elevators and just random people having sex yeah. in the hallway, just openly and filming it, too, you know, yeah. for content. And content, I was like, damn, yeah. just don't give me the shot. Yeah. I'm medium ugly. I will ruin your yeah. film in a minute. And you were like, oh, it smells like Nobu all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Nobu, Nobu, Nobu. It smells like sushi. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 100%. Hey, that's not a knock on Nobu, though. Nobu used to take care of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobu's a good uh, restaurant. Nobu was, was fire. I was just using it as a comparison with the fishy smell. You know? Yeah. Uh, the smell. <laughs> Yo, it was wild, though. Like, the, the, the entire convention lasted a week. Uh, yeah, about a week, right? Yeah, yeah. And it would wrap up on a Saturday. But the entire yeah, time. Yeah, listen, I think I, I caught it on video one time. There was one time. The craziest thing I've seen is, and they, they it wasn't in, in a sweet party. It was going on in the actual convention. The convention be wild too, bro. Yeah, they were giving out these shirts, but you know the the nasty part was the girl, the, the well, whoever she, I forgot her name, but she was famous porn star. People lined up to see her, but when she was giving out these shirts, she was squirting on the shirt. Shut the fuck up, word. And, yeah, and she and and when she squirts on the shirt. Like obviously she's not nude, right? So right. whatever she was really squirting where it just coming out of her underwear. Right. And then she would rub the shirt on the on the on her, on, vag- on, her on her vagina and then once it's you know, soaked up all of the juices, she would throw it in the crowd and these bro. guys would fight for it. That's what I'm talking about. It's wild, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you. And I remember walking by uh Like I've never seen some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I remember walking by at one point, it was like towards the closing of the convention and yeah. uh like these cam girls would be, they literally stick their fingers down their their pants, and then pull it out and just stick it in random Walker buyers' mouths. And they, these dudes would let them. I'm like, yo, this bitch has been sitting in front of the camera at this convention for like eight hours. She probably don't smell. She probably smells like crayons at this point, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, like yeah, a just bag, a bag of Fritos when you open a bag of Fritos. One hundred percent. Smells like your puppy's paws, right? <laughs> Fuck out of here! You can uh, put that yeah. shit in my mouth. I was, bro. I will slap your lips. Listen, no, no beef against any performers. And nah, stuff, nah. You know we love them. We love them. Yeah, yeah. We definitely respect the hustle, and uh, you know, you do you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. We whatever, got whatever we, makes you happy. Yeah, we all got we all got to live. You know, they yeah. entrepreneurs too. And I think that's why I love Vegas so much, man. Because we're such an open city, man. We're no like, judgment. Um, yeah, no judgment. We, we get all types of visitors here and we cater to them. Yeah. I mean? Whether it's the porn convention one week or the the Cowboys, uh, you know, the NFR, you know what I'm saying, is in town. 100%. You know I mean? my, my boy, uh, how, do you, how many it's, it's uh, porn stars? It's so funny that we're so kind like that. Like, you'll see like a random, you know, just because the Cowboys are in town, you'll see a random like casino worker. He's probably from Ethiopia, but he's like rocking a, oh, yeah, he a, got, a cowboy hat 100%. on. 100%. He got a $1,000 Stetson on. You know what I mean? He got... He got he got his boots, you know. One hundred percent. See, like, there's no judgment here. Like, like we're representing. We want to. We want you guys to feel comfortable when you come to our. Right, right. I, mean? I kind of feel like uh, Vegas is probably like the 
all inclusive type of city. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like we, there's zero judgment, right? We're all here to have a good time. Yeah. And that's what it's kind of based around, right? Yeah. It's having a good time. So we're not going to judge you if, you know, you yeah. like being publicly emasculated. You know, yeah. that's that's your bag, bro. Get yeah. that bag. But but I think the only issue is like we're so used to like catering to the tourists that we're fucking rude to each other. Yeah. <laughs> fuck we're rude to each other. Facts. You ever go to a fucking PT's pub or like bro, a, the fuck you want. Yeah. <laughs> Not not shitting on PTs yeah. or local bars, but but I'm saying that's where you would find all the locals hanging out at. Yeah, yeah, 100. Well, yeah, and just locals are just fucking rude to each other, man. Absolutely, and I, I kind of feel like even being in the nightclub or day club, yeah. we deal with so many people on a daily basis, right? And everybody expects a certain quote unquote VIP treatment that it gets old after a while, right? We're yeah. just kind of like fucking everybody's a VIP. It's everybody's birthday, you know. Yeah. Give me a fucking break, you know. And so by the end of the day, we we kind of might be short on some patients. Yeah, you know? I guess. Yeah, because you're dealing with tourists all day. I guess that's when, it. So Service when, industry, when, when right? When you're off work, you just kind of you know you're, you're get tired. blasted. Yeah, you're tired. You know. <laughs> yeah, and and that, that's that kind of attributes to our um, our vices too, right? Drinking too much, partying too much is because like the stress that comes with being in the service industry, right? Yeah. And the casinos are a motherfucker, man. Bro, if you if you ever get into gambling, don't. That's yeah, like don't don't do it, man. You, you you're not gonna beat the casino. The, the house casino. always wins. Yes, never. Yeah, it's weird, man, because you know it's like they give you a little taste. You know, like maybe like like how a drug dealer probably like offers you a little mm -hmm. sample just to kind of hook you in. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, bam, gotcha. And before you yeah. know it, you you sucking dick behind yeah. the PTs. So don't do it. Just don't gamble. Yeah, yeah. it's weird too, man. Like. You know, being in the casino industry, you walk through at like three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning and things are kind of winding down for the clubs, but people are gambling. You walk through that motherfucker again at like six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. They're still there playing Buffalo, penny yeah. slots. Buffalo. Buffalo. That's all here. Buffalo. Buffalo. That's a dope ass little game, though. That's how they get you is because of the sound, man. Yep. Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, don't gamble, though. Like, yeah, gambling, it, that's one of those things I it's always... It's a horrib horrible vice. Horrible terrible vice. vice. It's okay if you have the self-discipline and you say, okay, I'm only going to gamble 20 bucks. Maybe it's just so you can put it on a slot machine and get a couple free drinks. So, by, by the way, you know, obviously that's how it works in Vegas. You get free drinks if you play in the slot machines. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. But, like, sooner or later, you're going to win a little bit of something and you're going to think, like, you're always going to win. And then all of a sudden, you're going to lose more than what you want. Exactly. So go in there with a game plan. Have a budget if you do gamble. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you, stick to it. And if you do come up, cash out. Walk. Right away. Yeah, Basically. walk. Take a walk. 100%. Whether it's 40 bucks up, 50 bucks up, anytime you're not losing, it's always a good day. It's always a win. Correct. And the, the other aspect of gaming that I do respect is like the skill-based ones where uh, they're yeah. playing poker. You know, and you're not playing necessarily against the house, but other players. Yeah, I could, I could respect that. I see that as a game of skill. Yeah, but you know that as well is still a grind, though. It is. It's a put, grind. You got to put in hours. You know, like where's our poker players at? That's who. That's who we need to get in here too. Yeah. And we hear some crazy stories where, you know, they won, you know, a mill in one night, and then the next day they're sleeping in their car because they lost yeah. two mil. We want to hear that. I still, I still place bet on like sports sometimes. Oh, I can't do it. To me, it's it's okay. I, I don't I don't go crazy. You know what I'm saying? I have like a little budget, but like you know, at least I don't feel like you know like that. 
I'm going to drop like $100 every five minutes. You know what I'm saying? Or 25 bucks every minute. I have a very addictive personality. <clears throat> and winning isn't necessarily like the, the feeling that I would be addicted to. It's that feeling where you're about to lose. Yeah. And you win or you're about to lose and you fucking lose. It's that feeling that I can't understand and I don't want to be a part of it. Like I've done it. I've, you know, bet on sports a couple it's times. Basically like the emotional, the emotional attachment. attachment. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's why I don't, I don't do sports betting. I don't really follow sports. Anyways anymore. Listen, if you can get away with it, be away with it. Like uh, me, I just do it for entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Cause then I get to like watch the game. It's a little bit more exciting. Plus it takes a, the game takes a while, whether you're watching football and stuff. So you're not like, you know, different when you're sitting on a table like spending money every hand or like or on a slot machine pulling the yeah yeah pulling yeah. that one arm bandit yeah you know what i mean and um, i i can see it being more of a entertainment as opposed to you right. know that one that one arm bandit speaking of uh football you see uh the world world cup argentina yeah. winning football Football, go! Soccer, soccer. Or, or in the U.S., we call it soccer. Yeah, we call it soccer here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't follow it personally, but I saw the uh, yeah. the uh, after party for Argentina, and there's like I saw on Instagram, it's like four million people mm-hmm. poured out in the streets. Yeah, and then obviously there's riots, yeah. looting. I don't understand that. You, you didn't. Ever, you didn't go with us to watch a football game. I did. You remember that? Game. Yeah. You were. In, were you yeah. You remember that? And I was screaming at uh, the yeah. other guy we were with. Remember? I was like, oh, "We yeah, gotta yeah, fucking yeah. go now. This shit's oh, yeah, gonna." Yeah, yeah. When they, they had that big rumble at the yeah, end. Yeah, they're, they're fucking down. shooting shit, throwing rocks at each other. Yeah. We were stuck in traffic too. It was like legit bumper to bumper. So, yeah. l- give you a little backstory. We were in Colombia a couple years ago, right? Twenty sixteen, actually. Twenty sixteen. That was so. That's six years ago. Oh, damn, it's six. See, I don't even know what year it is, bro. That was six years ago. But yeah, 2016, we went to Colombia for the first time, me and Jerome and another friend. And we went to Barranquilla. Barranquilla. To watch Colombia versus Chile. Chile. And uh, I guess it was kind of a rivalry, right? Between the two at the time? Yeah, it's a big rivalry. I mean, I think it still is. Yeah, is it? Okay. And uh, this is the first time I'm ever out of country. I I didn't get to travel much, but the first time out of country, and uh, we're in Colombia. In Barranquilla at a soccer game. Yeah. And it was probably one of the most intense it was exci- experiences. Yeah, I mean, it was exciting. Um, it was I don't like a lot of people. That's it, why. It was a hot day, too. It was. That, it was that's was what so made it hot. worse because it was a hot day. Because imagine you're in a stadium and it's like humid, hot, and you know, you're, you're, you're packed like sardines in, this li- in the stadium. You know what I'm saying? They don't sell water. They only sell beer. No, bro, that the, was wild, the right? The Aguilas, the Aguila beer, you know what I mean? Yo, <laughs> that was to wild. Columbia, you know what the Aguila beer is. And uh, uh, we're sitting, our seats were uh, in direct sight of uh, the Sunday entire time too, right? I think so, yeah. yeah and yeah. I was literally just melting. I went from being drunk, having a good time, to being, I want to get the fuck out of yeah. here because this is not fun anymore. <laughs> I felt like I was in a day club as a regular person in the sun, in like 115 degree heat. And it's not fun anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's weird, though. They didn't have water there. That's crazy. Like, I remember walking into the game, into the match, and they had, like, these little, like, basically, it was Ziploc bags full of water. You remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did have water, but it was in a Ziploc bag. Yeah. And, yeah, so, and it was sus. It was hella sus. I was like, I am not drinking that water. You get that <laughs> from your bathroom? Yeah. But the hustle is real out there, though. Like, they anything and everything they can do to hustle some money, yeah. mad respect. Mad respect. Yeah. I, I remember it made me laugh because we're on the way to the game. Like, we we had to use the restroom in the 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 
private. So we paid for like a driver to take us out there privately. Um, and then, you know, we had to use the restroom. So we stopped at this gas station in, uh, oh, yeah. in Columbia. And the restroom, basically, it was kind of just like there were no stalls for the guys to take a piss. And it was just kind of like this big communal trough. Uh, yeah, like like a horse trough. Yep. Like, where, like a trough. Like, yeah. you know, those old cowboy bars yeah, where they yeah, just yeah, got yeah, ice yeah. in the trough. So so when you're like, you know, taking a piss, I mean, you're just like look, you're looking at each other. It's just like, like you know, no shame. You know? Yeah. And they know, there's yeah, a, I remember our buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he homie he, had a big deck. You're he, like, yo, you he, do not look like you have a big deck. He, was, he wasn't used to that. So he was super embarrassed <laughs> and he didn't want to do it. He waited till like he one, did. Of, one of the toilets opened up and he used yep. that. He, he 100% yeah. waited. He was like, no, fuck this. And that's like, like, yeah. yo, that's your American privilege, my man. Yeah, me, me, I didn't care, man. You know what I'm saying? I, nah, we're from Hawaii. Hawaii, yeah. the people from Hawaii, we're used to third world like living if you actually yeah. live there. It's 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 pretty uh, poor out in Hawaii for the people that actually live there because it's so expensive. Exactly. So, I mean, that, I think that was fun. But but anyway, back to what Jim was saying, at the end of the game, basically, Chile won and Colombia lost. So, yep. They were talking the people that were Chile fans. They were talking shit. So then there was this the entire big walkout, rum- big rumble at the walkout. People Huge started rumble. fighting. Everybody was fighting, and, and then, then there was a couple of gunshots. I yep. think the, the taxi we were in, they were like the window got cracked. Right? Yeah, it was like being on the uh, east side again, huh? Yeah. So we were like in the taxi, like <laughs> duck you know, down, duck down. You know, I'm telling the taxi, let's get the fuck out of here. Yep. Shit's like hitting the fan. Yep. And then there's uh, a. It, it was wild because uh, one of the uh, buses in front of us. The tourist bus, it was a bunch of Chile fans, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they started to, to, to uh, throw rocks at yeah, the window. Yeah, they were trying to open the bus. Yeah, they were trying to open the bus up. They were and, fighting, right? Yep. They were sticking, like, big sticks in there to pry open the door. And uh, some guy runs up with a gun in his hand. And he's just shooting. He's using our taxi driver's car as cover. And he's just shooting off. We're like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. But... You know, from what I understand, that's that's a part of the football culture in other countries. Yeah, I mean, they're serious about it, man. They are passionate, I th- I very passionate. Not only in South America, but Europe, anywhere you go, man. Like yeah. People like fight. I'm, I'm sure there's people that have died because of soccer games. Yeah. It's just how passionate people are. And you, you, you got to respect that to a certain point, but at what point is it, like, detrimental to the sport? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I, I'm a soccer fan, I wouldn't want to bring my kid to that. Yeah, I guess it depends. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But it, but I get it. But I think it took over kind of like the you know, you know, maybe back in the day, you know, people used to go to war, right? You got like you know. Yeah. I mean, that's like the excitement. I guess people are tribal like that, right? Yeah, Even with yeah, sports, yeah. Huh? it's like some tribal thing that's going on. And when you go to a soccer game, you know, you got the other team. They're got different colors. Your home team got different colors. Yeah. And it's like whole lot of gang shit. It's right. Like, it's like a big old war. You know yep. what I mean? That gang, gang on the field. So and then I guess that translates to outside. You know. But yeah. You know, people love it, man. I, I mean, I think that's because that's how I got into, you know, soccer, you know. Like, I like watching it. I'm, I don't keep up with it too much. But uh, to me, it's an exciting sport, especially World Cup, for sure. I watched the World Cup. Uh, it was, know. it was. you know, I, I didn't watch the the actual final game. I, I saw a recap of it, and that was a really yeah, good game. Yeah, yeah. Holy fuck, that was a good game. It was, yeah. It was like action the entire time. Uh, Mbappe, he, he had a hat trick. Mbappe. Mbappe. Yeah, he had a hat trick. <laughs> That motherfucker yeah. was on it, right? Like, what's yeah. what's the average points that uh, someone would normally score per game? It's, it's probably even negative, right? Uh, I they don't score very much. Yeah, I mean, I think there's games where people don't score any points. I think one, one, two, two, one. But that game had six points, so that was like really above average, I think. But yeah. I, but that guy is a young guy, man. I think he's gonna be the future for sure. Oh uh, yeah, definitely, definitely talented. 
definitely talented. But it, it's crazy seeing um, the celebrations afterwards, though. Yeah. You know, like Argentina as a country. Imagine like all of U.S. came out, right, and showed out and partied like that and celebrated. Yeah, like yeah. That. <clears throat> I don't think the U.S. is like that though. No, I think I don't think we're unified like I, that. I think the soccer culture definitely could get could be better in the U.S. Yeah. And I just feel like if they if you know we don't deserve to win yet because no. because like we're, we we if you seen like Argentina how they celebrated we're not gonna do that ever if, if, if it happens that the U.S. won. For some reason, by a miracle that they won the World Cup, like you will never see Americans celebrate like no, that. No, no. And I think a part of it is um, Americans kind of look down on soccer or football. Yeah. You know, I think they look at it as... Uh, as a foreign sport, basically. It's foreign. It's yeah. boring. Yeah. I mean, they, sometimes they, I... Because they don't, they don't have as much points as the others. Right, right. And, and the pitch is so big. You know what I mean? Like for you to cover that much yeah. field and you could go 60 minutes, yeah. no score. But it's, I mean, to me, I like, I mean, it's the same as hockey, though. Honestly, it's pretty much the same concept. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 100%. You got the goalie. You got the two teams, right? You got to, yep. you, you know, you got to score a goal. Um, you know, hockey, too. I mean, I wasn't a big hockey person until the Golden Knights started in Vegas. So. It's weird, right? And now everybody watches and hockey. it's great. Yeah, I love it. Man. That's weird to me. Hockey's like, fun, man. So, growing up in Vegas, we didn't really have any, like, professional teams. and no, then just the UNLV Rebels, man. That was it. The the Golden Knights came at the perfect time, though, right? You remember the, the whole tragedy of uh, uh, October 1st? October 1st. Yeah. And uh, the Golden Knights kind of put Vegas on their back, I guess, for lack of better words, right? Yeah. It, was, it they, was that same year where we had the first hockey team. Yeah. Healed, and they did, they did good, the, too, that yeah. the first year. I think they made it all the way to the finals. Of yeah, them. yeah, I, I believe so. And I, I think uh, it was a healthy unification for the city, right, yeah. at that time. Because we were hurting bad. Exactly. But uh, it, it healed the city, basically. Yeah, uh, oh, no, 100%. Uh, I, I love that our city showed out, though, for itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, as, as like Jerome was talking about, we can be a little uh, crash to uh, each other. You know, we can be a little crass and, you know, very... Uh, short tempered and you know short patient yeah but uh i think in that moment we all came together saw people coming out and donating blood yeah bringing food and supplies yeah even when when the, i think when the event was happening there's people they're helping uh evacuate people yeah you had complete strangers shot. putting yeah. themselves in in the in they were putting like you know people that were hurt in the back of pickup trucks yeah driving them to the hospital shout out uh, to the survivors shout out to uh, the people we lost on that too yeah, that was wild, man. That wild, was wild. Like, uh, I kind of feel <clears throat> Vegas had uh, a, a lot to learn from that, you know. And we're, we're, we kind of, mm -hmm. we, I feel like we still tend to lose track of, you know, being nice to each other on a regular. Yeah. But, you know, in times like that, it just shows you that Vegas is a lot deeper than what people would yeah, think yeah, it is. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, I'm always happy to see Vegas people. Even when I travel, if I see somebody, you know what I'm saying, sometimes I'll rock like a Golden Knights hat or like a shirt or whatever. And you see other Vegas people when you're out traveling. It's just good to see other Vegas yeah, people. I always, always greet people when I see them, especially if I know they're from Vegas, um, just to say what's up, you know what I mean? But How do you feel about the Raiders, though? It's not like an organic yeah. Vegas team. So It's transplant. I mean, I just feel like, man, we need it, though, man. I think the city, you know, has been so transient for so long. I like everything that's going on. You know, the downtown is being more cultured spot. Oh, I love you that. Know, I love before I love we that. had we didn't really have any culture. Like if you want to do something fun, you have to drive to Cali, go to LA. 
go to Arizona or something. So much more art downtown. Yeah, you yeah, know, it's yeah. more accepting of... Uh, but I love it, man. I went to the first Raiders game. I mean, just the whole vibe of it. And I think because it's Vegas, it's so much more vibrant because you have celebrities. Like, yeah, they, had, they had Ice Cube <laughs> perform. Ice Cube perform at the halftime. Like, Yo, you know right? Like, and it, then, and it, then in the single game, you got all these, like, celebrities out here just chilling. You know what I mean? That, like, that, that's that, just the Vegas way, it, 100%. It's like... Uh, we do entertainment on a whole nother level and scale, exactly, right? Yeah. So I kind of feel like that that kind of opens uh, the door for something else I wanted to touch on. How do you feel about the comparison to Vegas and what LA is? Like, do you feel like Vegas is becoming another form of what LA used to be? In, no, uh, no, no. I think, no, definitely not. I think LA has its own culture. I mean, it has its own It definitely ways. has, right, right. And it's and it's LA, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but Vegas is basically a destination for people to come and just like, you know, see, but you, you see, don't something, see, see something crazy, do something extravagant. I mean, people come here because of that. I mean, because either for entertainment, a big concert, uh, you know what I mean? A bachelor party. Like, I just feel like pe- people come to Vegas for their own reasons, but like, Whatever that reason is, is definitely not to be ordinary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I felt that. Uh, what, what I was getting at was like, do you see that uh, Vegas is starting to turn into a bigger city? Um, and with the with that said, mm-hmm. that um, we we have our own form of entertainment where we always do things yeah. bigger and grander. I, I, th- I think I think Vegas is growing, but not where people say, oh, it's becoming like California. I don't think so. I feel like. It still takes a lot to be able to live in Vegas. Not just fi- not financially. I'm talking about obviously California's more expensive, but I'm talking about you know you gotta get used to the weather. You know yeah. what I mean? Like uh, we, don't, we, we don't have a beach over here, so there's certain things that I think that people are not looking for that just not gonna you know that doesn't make them wanna you know that doesn't make Vegas the best place for them to live. For you know like you know yeah, I'm like saying? developing a, a roots and like. Family, creating a family yeah, i'm seeing that i'm seeing that a lot though if you look at like the yeah. uh, suburbs are kind of blossoming I, I, yeah i think it kind of balances out the more people moving in here but at the same time there's more people moving out yeah you so know what i, I that kind of one hand washes the other basically. right that, that's, that's a, just my opinion obviously i don't that's know a great real, point though it, the it real is. numbers but you know what i'm saying that's yeah. what i think you know? like i i know a lot of people that have left town for uh other opportunities exactly you know i mean you've seen it you've had yeah. friends when they were here before the pandemic and then after the pandemic, everybody left. Yeah, no, 100%. You know what I'm saying? 100%. They all went to a different city, different hustle, different state. You know what I'm saying? Man, that pandemic really so, fucked everybody up, huh? Um, In a way, but, you know, you I think you look at it how it serves you. To me, I, I, I like it because it's like a great reset for me to really kind of pump the brakes. I mean, it gave people opportunity. Like It definitely does give people perspective, right? It's like correct, a uh, yeah, pausing right. life, right? You're, you're exactly. hectic, like you were saying. Uh, Plus with the unemployment, you know what I'm saying? That really helped people. Like, at least they were not struggling. They were able to still make some money. The PPP loans. The loans, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but, but Yo, you you fucking scammers out there who, who took PPP loans and yeah, didn't have a business or nothing like that. And, and didn't share the info with us. Yeah, come on, bro. Uh, come on, Put me bro. on game. Should have put us on game, man. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Nah, but like, think about it, man. Like, you know, some people weren't making that great money, but then now, because of the pandemic, they had they were able to. Have, I never looked at it like that. Dude, they were making like seven. Some people making more than what they used to make, so they're like, you know, seven, eight hundred a week or more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess it, it gave them an opportunity Plus to was, get off of yeah. the, the the hamster wheel, right? Exactly. If you're locked into like a corporate yeah, gig yeah, where it's just like you know you're 
grinding out 80 hours a week, right? Yeah. And they paused, right? They were like, yo, get off the wheel for yeah. a minute. So now you, what do you want to do? You had a chance to pause. You had right. a chance. Some people traveled. Some people put their money in the stocks. Some people just, you know, saved. Some people stayed home and just fucked and had a bunch of kids, too. Exactly. <laughs> or they saved it and then they just kind of relaxed. But it just put things in perspective because then people had the chance to do something else. I actually felt how a retired person would feel because then you're getting all these monthly... Oh, word up. I didn't even think of it you like You weren't that. really working. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you, the, your whole day is planned out like, oh, what am I going to eat tonight? Oh, what am I going to I think that's what kind of fucked me up. It was yeah. like the entire time I've been working a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, and all yeah. of a sudden I got downtime, don't have a hobby, and I'm just like, all right, what the fuck do I do with myself? Yeah. And at the time, full disclosure, I was going through a DUI. Sorry, I wasn't able to drive. Yeah. Crashed my car. And I was literally stuck yeah. in the house the entire time. I went fucking crazy. Did they allow you to use your uh, unemployment card to uh, use to subscribe to people's OnlyFans? One hundred percent. Did OnlyFans <laughs> take it? <laughs> Yo, you know what's funny is that like we're talking shit and making fun of about like subscribing and everything, but I've I've never subscribed ever, yeah. not one time. I'm I'm kind of curious about that. We should do that as a segment, right? We'll just like hook up and. Uh, Subscribe to a bunch of like different girls and see what the content's about, right? Yeah, that'd be good. That that'd be a good episode, right? I don't know, man. <laughs> hey, we need we need a GoFundMe for that. I don't Y'all know. tap in, tap I, in with us. I haven't subscribed to OnlyFans yet, but I just that I don't know, man. I just don't feel like it was the right way to spend my money. To be I honest. agree. Yeah, even if it's like ten dollars, you know what I mean? Like Pornhub and X videos is free. It's free. Yeah. All I need is like yeah. fifteen seconds nowadays. Yeah, I'd rather leave that 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 like girl that works at McDonald's that I see all the time, the OnlyFans. I'd rather just leave it to my imagination. Yo, uh, you, know you know what I mean? Like, I, I love that these girls are like about the hustle and they're completely open about like, oh, I have an OnlyFans, and they're not ashamed to like plug it at all. Yeah, I mean it's cool. Like I've I've there's people I know that I work with before that I knew they opened the OnlyFans, but I'll never. Openly talk about it with them? No, I was never like interested enough to like, hey, like, oh. I wonder how did a girl look like naked? Because yeah, yeah, no, me, it's it's, yeah. it's weird because I don't look at it as yeah. like a sexual outlet yeah. for me. I look at it as a hustle, yeah. right? It's a form of a exactly. revenue for and, me. But I was already desensitized because when I was younger, like I went I went to Clark High School here in Vegas, right? Go Chargers! You know what I'm saying? We're known for because Jimmy Kimmel went to our school. Yep, they the have Chargers. His, they have his picture in the hallway. If you go to the high school, uh, Clark. Clark. Clark High School, because Jimmy Kimmel went there. They have his picture in the hallway. But anyway, so I was also a strip club DJ at one of the local <laughs> strip clubs here. When I, when, you know, when I, from college, when I was out, out of college. So I've seen a lot of my classmates naked that I went to school with already. So oh, he, word, yeah, because yeah. they were working in the club. Huh? A lot of the girls that I went to school with, they ended up, because, you know, that one club I work with, they have a great marketing recruiting team. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the girls that I, that I went to school with, I've already seen them naked because yeah. I work with them. They're one of the girls I put on stage. Yep. And, you know, it, it's it's kind of hard to, like, uh, associate um, after coming out of a, a work environment like that. It's yeah. hard to, like, you're kind of desensitized, if you will. Exactly. Right? Like, it, to me, I don't even look at OnlyFans as, like, a means to, like, a lot of these guys, they subscribe because they're probably beaten off to it, right? Probably, yeah. Or they've always wondered what this girl looked like naked. Cause probably, I don't care. Yeah, like me, I'm like, I'm, yeah, sure. Everybody's kind of curious, but I'm not curious enough to fucking pay, I don't know what you guys charge, $10 a month or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. But I've always looked at it as like a a form of a hustle. Like it's yeah. a it's a stream of revenue. Yeah. Get that money. Get the bag. You know what I'm saying? I'm okay yeah. with that. But 
I don't know. I mean, like, would I be okay with it as a relationship? Me personally, I don't know. What do you mean, like, if your girl? Like, had yeah, like, yeah. Would I date a OF girl? What if she's like, you know, she's paying the rent? Yeah. Mm, mm, mommy, <laughs> mm, mommy, yeah, all right. day. Yeah. Tap in with me, mommy. I mean, everybody got their own perspective. No, one hundred percent. Me personally, I wouldn't be cool with that. I just feel like, you know, that's there's certain things that are personal that should be kept between yeah, you same, and you and same. your partner. But if it's just like a girlfriend, maybe because it's, it's just a girlfriend. But you know, I would definitely not a wife. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. You know. And that's that's another thing too. That's another tip right there for, for for the ladies. You know what I'm saying? If you if you keep acting like a girlfriend, you're only gonna be a girlfriend. Yep. And if you you're trying to get wifed up, you gotta learn how to be a wife. Be a wife, 100. Yeah, percent This coming from two dudes. Exactly. But yeah, no, he he definitely has a point. Like as far as uh, having uh, di- different perspectives on uh, OnlyFans, and you know him coming from a strip club and seeing, uh, you know his classmates or former classmates you know yeah. naked it, it's not even a big deal anymore you know it's what not, i mean it really is not because like I, the, the club i worked at it was fully nude so the girls that were on my shift i would have like you know 20 30 girls on my shift they, um, they only serve juice there right juice and soda yeah we wouldn't name that's the fucking name. weird bro no hell no no because it's it's an 18 and up club in, in vegas unless you're gra- grandfathered and there's certain clubs out here that's been here that are allowed, one in particular that are allowed to no, I'm not gonna name any. No, nope. we don't say names here. We don't say unless unless they pay us, and then 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 <laughs> then, then we'll we'll huh. definitely promote tap it. In. <laughs> tap, tap in, tap in, tap in. Send us a DM. You know, yep. what I'm tap in for sure. But yeah, I mean, in Vegas, if it's an 18 and up strip club, they don't they don't serve alcohol. Um, they only serve juice because they have staff that are not of age that are not 21. You know what I'm saying? You know, I would be that asshole scumbag yeah. that would be sneaking in bottles Hennessy. Yeah. Vodka. Well, well, the key is that you you bring alcohol in your trunk and you go get that's drunk. What I'm that's what I'm saying. In the car. So yeah, 100. percent I have a full stock bar out there. Yeah. When you walk in, you're already buzzing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, man, like all the girls I worked with, I see these girls naked every single day, and you know, once you do that every day, year, you know, week in, week out, you get kind of desensitized. Yeah. So I'm not saying I don't. I love women, obviously. And, you know, you still get turned on when you see women, but I'm just saying, like, it, it wasn't that big of a deal. Cause, like, agreed. Agreed. You know what I mean? You've seen them naked a million times, and to you, it's just like another day at work, basically. It, you know, that's a, to follow up on that, too. You probably shouldn't meet your favorite porn stars in person either, huh? Because yeah, yeah, going, yeah. going to AVN, I seen some that, you know, I thought was yeah, pretty I mean, bad on film. Hollywood magic, man. That's bro. Hollywood magic. You know, bro. Some, some of these chicks, like, on, on film, they look. Wow. Amazing, right? You see him in person, you just you're like, like, yo, what yo, the fuck? Yeah. That that is not that person, right? Exactly. It's weird, bro. Yeah, exactly. I, I, there was one particular um, star where you know walked by because when we would do the convention, we would set up a little booth for uh, the nightclub promotion, so we would be yeah. out there in the hallways. And I remember this one particular starlet that I, you know I was fond of, yeah. And I saw her walk by a couple times uh, throughout the convention. And had no idea it was that person until I walked through the convention and she was at her booth. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? There's no way that's her. Yeah. Looked like a straight meth junkie. Wow. It was it, it was sad. You know, it was just sad yeah. to see. And I kind of feel like uh, be careful in uh, meeting your idols and your uh, people you look up to. Yeah. Because you might be disappointed, you know what I'm saying? 100%. Uh, it's, and it's a possibility. I'd be disappointed with yeah. myself sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you, ever, you ever, when you're rubbing one out and then, you you know, the 
the, the, oh, buff, yeah. the buffering screen come oh, on and you, oh, yeah. and you see your reflection you, you on the phone. You see yourself? Yeah, bro. I've, you know how many times that's happened to me? Like the <laughs> internet will cut out and the screen will go black and I'll see myself. I'm like, what are you doing? Stop. Junior, what is huh. wrong with you? You you hear it in, Junior. Like a, in a Filipino um, aunt voice. Junior boy. Yeah. Did you, did you know your dead relatives are watching you? <laughs> you don't make to yourself, Junior. Don't make to yourself. Yeah. For you guys that don't know, that's that's the Filipino accent, right? Yeah. There. That yeah. shout out to our Filipinos. Yeah. If you like accent like that, go to the Philippines. Oh yeah. Or you could go to California. Yeah. They're full in Long Beach and yeah. the Bay Area. Vegas too. Yeah, there's, Vegas. there's gang of Filipinos now here in Vegas. Oh, yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, for sure. I think we're one of the highest, uh, you know, minority type of uh, group. Oh, word. Yeah. So when I first moved out here in '89, yeah, you and I were talking about this earlier, right? There wasn't a lot of Filipinos out here. No, there wasn't. There wasn't even no Filipino restaurant. Exactly, and there was very few Hawaiians, right? Uh huh. So they didn't know what the fuck I was. You know, I was I'm Hawaiian Filipino from Hawaii. Yeah. And. They just thought I was black or Mexican or black skin, yeah. you know. And uh, you, I are, would you are pretty dark skin, though, man. Thank you. I try not to be. <laughs> <laughs> I get purple in the summer, bro. <laughs> you oh, see yeah, me during yeah, the yeah, summer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We under the sun, you, bro. That's how people from Hawaii are. We get darker the longer dark. we spend on the beach, the darker we uh, get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neck be all black and shit. Yeah. You're like, yo, why the fuck are you so black, dude? Yeah. You know, definitely. I get dark. I get dark, dark. But yeah, like I was saying though, I mean, there wasn't a lot of Hawaiian Filipinos out here when we first got up here. You know, they just assumed that I was like black or Mexican. Yeah. You know, and they were like, "What's a Philippine?" I don't fucking know what a Filipino is, but I'm a Filipino. Yeah. And uh, same with Hawaii. You know, they were so uh, disassociated with uh, cultures outside of you know Las Vegas, where they thought. People from Hawaii still lived in grass huts. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> That's like how other people probably view us, like we live in hotels huh, out here in Vegas. In Vegas, yeah. I mean, all you got to do is drive out like five, ten minutes, and you'll see all the you know, the housing and stuff. That's honestly the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life when people say, do you live in hotels? Yeah, no, definitely Do not. you live in hotels? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut up. In a weekly seagull suites. <laughs> Budget suites. And Boulder and... Tropicana. And it comes with free breakfast. Yep. Everything's all inclusive. Absolutely. You know, HBO, it has HBO. Yep, we have strippers <laughs> in our room. Bruh, listen, man, that's the grind, man. If you got to survive in Vegas, that's the grind. You got to get get a weekly. Have you ever you stayed in a weekly saying? before? You have to um, live one one? I've had, no, I've been fortunate not to stay in a weekly, but, you know, it was similar to a weekly. Like, you know, these apartments across the Rio, that was like one of the first apartments we moved into oh, when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. Is, is that the one Across where the uh, you remember where uh, Pinkies? Yeah, yeah, they had like that. that uh, Behind it, right? It was like a, a billiard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. Pool hall. It was pool, a pool hall. hall yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the one you're talking about is right behind it, right? Yeah, that's yeah, the one. Right yeah. over there, yes, sir. Yeah, I actually, I growing up here, there's a time where my family went through some shit, and we lived in the budget suites for like a month or two. Yeah, it but, sucks. But those are clutch, man. I mean, you gotta survive. They are clutch. You pay every week, you know what I'm saying? What is a hundred, two hundred bucks a week? Yeah, well, back then it was super cheap. It was like 150 bucks, right, a yeah. week. And then, but I'm sure they're more expensive now, huh? Yeah. But yeah, it, it definitely clutch, but it, it definitely draws the uh, the more nefarious types. Yeah. You know what I mean? It freaked me out when I was a kid, when I was living right there in those apartments, because I was walking to the gas station to go get something to drink, and then uh, I saw two bums having sex behind an electric box. <laughs> And it freaked me out. I was just like, oh, yeah. shit, what's going on? I was like, yo, he's he's getting girls. I don't even have a girl. He, he, <laughs> and this dude don't have a job, and he got a girl. 
God, Yo, that's what I'm wrong? talking about. That's that's how <laughs> it's it's guys. Let me just tell you this right now. If you have enough personality, you can be homeless, right? You yeah. treat people right, yeah. and you're a good person. You can still yeah. get wiped up, right? Yeah. You can still be a husband. Yeah. You can still be a wife because yeah. there's a lot of homeless couples I see yeah. out there yeah. have nothing materialistic for them. Particularly, yeah. you know, yeah. they're they're houseless and. They're still in love. Yeah, I think that's the key, man. I think that you build your relationship outside of the materialistic stuff. So that way, yep. all the material stuff is just extra. You know what I mean? Yeah. The girl's probably like wondering, like, oh, why does my boyfriend always ask me to drop him off at the park? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's a bum. <laughs> I know this is yeah. like to, to bums. We're not making fun of bums. No, we're not uh, making fun of bums. Uh, you know what? It's just a cir- yeah, yeah. Definitely not. You know what I'm I add a lot of. Uh, we all go through some hard times. 100%. Yeah? I had a lot of uh, homeless people that uh, stayed around the Hard Rock when yeah. the Hard Rock was around. I, I used to take care of them. You know, I used to go out, grab them some lunch. Yeah. Every time, uh, I think it was like every Sunday when we would be done with the week. Yeah. Go out there, look for them, buy them something to eat, catch up, shoot the shit with them. So most of the time, they're just lonely. They yeah. just want to know, you know, somebody cares about them. Yeah. But I think that's the biggest starter kit. If you're trying to survive in Vegas, number one is, you know, you go get a weekly. Yep. So yeah, so get back a, get, back get to a, the weekly a, thing. Yeah, get a bus pass, right? A bus pass for sure, and then I, I guarantee you, you can find a job, even casinos within now, a week. Within a week. Oh, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Three, four days max. Yeah, oh, one hundred percent. Construction workers all day. They they they're looking for people all the time. Just labor grinders. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so, casinos as well. Always looking yep, for workers. Yeah, always. You know. Uh, you could be a porter tomorrow at a casino, you know, and you'll make yeah. what fifteen dollars? Fifteen. Fifteen. Starting. Yep. And then now you now you got you save up for rent for an apartment. Yeah. It, yo, apartment rent's or crazy. Be a, be, be, a, be a strip club promoter. Yep. You don't Tap, you, you don't even need to get employed. You just gotta stand there on the street and one, be like, hey, you wanna go to a strip club? I got connects to uh this club, this club, that club. Yep, one hundred percent. Tap you, in with Jerome. And then you get like what, thirty, forty bucks a head? Yeah. Jerome Easy will put money. you on game. That's that's Jerome's fucking business right there. No, I wasn't <laughs> was a strip club. Well, you know, I've sent, but not strip club. I've sent people to strip clubs, but I, right. but no, no, not strip clubs specifically. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerome, Jerome is a a very personable guy when it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so listen, uh, before we get get too lost in this, this is only the first episode. Yeah, that's crazy. Guys, coming back, you know, from the hiatus. Um, you're gonna see Junior here more often. We're yes, gonna sir. do this every week. Uncle June. Um, you know, for but future episodes definitely, guys, just look out for us. We're gonna put out new episodes every week. You yo, know y'all I mean? should tap in too. Drop some in the comments too, and we just be like, yo, we wanna see segments on blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um whatever you guys want us to talk whatever about. You, whatever or, you find or, interesting. Or if you wanna be featured, you know yep. what I'm saying? Send us a DM on Instagram. Small businesses tap in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be at Vegas Hangover, just how it sounds on Instagram. But I also we'll put a link when we put the episode up. Um we got yeah. we got other socials going on right now? Um right now we're mainly on Instagram and then we're gonna, you know, we're, the podcast is gonna be live on um you know, iTunes, uh, you know, Amazon, Google Music, all the, all the streaming platforms okay, cool. is going to be up there. Um, and then, you know, we'll drop the link on the Instagram as well. And then you can catch us for the future episodes. But 100%. But, you know, just be, 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 you know, be updated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, um, I had a great time right now. This yeah, was fun. This was, this was a good, this was, I think this was a good episode. Um, so, yeah. And then we'll keep it at that. So, yeah. I mean, thanks again, guys, for, for joining us. Appreciate you tapping you know in with saying? us. Junior right here. You Uncle know, June. Uncle June, Street General. Yes, sir. From East Side Las Vegas. Yes, sir. Too. We stay out here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then we'll catch you guys on the next one, all right? Later. Peace, peace.